Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Never Open Podcast, the podcast open to everyone, especially Mr. Anthony Albanese, who is, uh, yes, the new political leader of my country. So, congrats. Uh, if uh, you didn't vote for him and you listen to this show, well, I don't know what to tell you. Shut up. Uh, I am Luke. I am your host of the Never Open Podcast, and with me, as always, is my co-host and producer extraordinaire, Mr. Guy Andy. Say hello, Mr. Andy. Hey, I'm that Mr. Guy, and uh, I I guess I have to shut up because I didn't vote for him, but I don't <laughs> live in Australia, so that's probably one reason why. But hey, man, I'm happy to be here to talk about Best of Super Juniors, Night 5, A Block, and Night 6, B Block, Luke. Oh, hell yeah. I am too, and there's not much news to talk about, so rather than talk about the news, I will go straight into pimping our shit. There are ways people can contact us if they wish to. You can do so via voicey or written email, neveropenpod.gmail.com, or you can interact with us on the Tweety. It's neveropenpod, at neveropenpod. There we go. That's the Tweety. Or you can uh, follow me, at grumpy2eb, or you can follow Mr. Andy, which is at Drusith Tweets. You might be able to follow one of uh, our guests tonight, uh, at superlexus17. So, yes, Mr. Lexus will be, re- will be joining us. Uh, very shortly, after we've uh, gotten some tags and all that kind of stuff out of the way. Also, finally, we have a Teespring shop where you, if you wish to, can look never as fuck. We got socks, we got hoodies, we got t-shirts, we got all sorts of shit. You should get on there, buy some stuff. We'd love you for it, and you'll look awesome. So do it. Please. There we are. All right, Miss Andy, we... We do have one little bit of piece of news, and it's just I'm just going to quickly mention it. Sadly, Kojima did not pick up the GHC title, but also I'm probably – part of me is a little happier that maybe Shizaki should win because, I don't know, they've got some booking and attendance issues right now, I guess, that I've seen on the Tweety. That's – uh, yeah, apparently well, people aren't a fan of their direction, so oh well. There's a new re- – there's a rematch on June 12th, so yeah. – Okay, get a rematch, but uh, there's also another piece of news that's very important, and I, I just feel like we should mention it, mm-hmm. and that's that Rapongi 3K, or excuse me, Rapongi Vice are back together. Yes, that's true. They're uh, they're doing some stuff. I think their their intent is to wrestle uh, FTR for the ROH tag titles, so that'll be a cool match. I'm up for it. Let's look. definitely. All right, so let's get into this. We're at the Fireworks Factory nice and early like we were last time, dear listeners, with the best of Super Juniors, Night 5. We are in the, uh, fuck, how do you say that? Aomori at the new Aomori Prefecture Sports Park, Maida Arena. Fuck, what a mouthful. Do you have any facts about this place? Of course. You know, it's uh, it's it, basically it's got another name, the uh, Kekahiro Group Athletic Stadium. And it's an athletic stadium, Luke, <clears throat> mm-hmm. in the city of Japan, as you mentioned. The facility is home. Uh, it's the home venue of the Rinmir Aomori Japan Football League. Oh, I don't know if that's what kind of football they're talking about there, but I think it's soccer. Yeah, and I'd so, assume soccer. Yeah, so this is an indoor arena, and the arena is mainly used for indoor sports like football. The facility has a capacity of 5,500 people. It was open in 2002. It hosted figure skating. 
as well what? as the opening and closing ceremonies for the 2003 Winter Asian Games. Okay, so it's a big deal, and it's a part of the new Amori uh, Perfector General Sports Park. It's a whole fucking park, Luke. A park of sports stuff. Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, let's get right into it because my first note is actually a piece of news uh, that I'm surprised none none of us uh, picked up on. Um, I mean, you and I haven't picked up on, but it's uh, let's start with uh, El Fantasmo, Gato, and Dick Togo versus Ajado, T Tan, and El Linderman. My first note here is Kevin mentioning that uh, cheering might be coming back very soon. Yeah, that's like a big deal. Too. Early June. Maybe for the finals. Yeah. Yeah. Ah. Yep. Hell yes. So there's a bit of good news right there. He mentions it a couple times. Mr. Kevin Kelly's mentioned it both on the Tweety and on live broadcast. This is also Kevin by himself as well. So, yeah. So, uh, look, this is fun. This is a fun little tag match. In fact, I've really enjoyed all of the Gato Togo ELP slash Ishimori oh, kind of yeah. preview tags. Uh, they've been like just an absolute silly blast. I really like them. Uh, we get to see Jado Hulk up as well. <laughs> also, ELP doing that thing he does every now and again, where he's just like, oh, Gato and Dick Togo have got this covered, so I'm just going to go talk to Kevin Kelly on commentary. Oh, shit. <laughs> There's a German by Al Lindemann on Gato. <laughs> that was pretty great. Yeah, I love this match. It's awesome. At the beginning, the good guys are trying to do their photo thing, you know, the picture that they have before the match, mm. and, and ELP just gets in the way. And it's, it's like, you know, which is great. The crowd <laughs> is loving this. ELP does a legit Jer Chris Jericho, come on, baby! He does this pose and everything for no reason. It's during the back break section. It's great. I love that. Um, Let's see here. Uh. ELP is doing funny selling for Teton, so we're getting a little preview of what that's going to be like, and oh, that's going to be some fun, I'm pretty sure. Oh, yeah. um, my favorite part of this, though, is at the end of the match, Giotto is so happy, he runs up and hugs El Lindemann, and El Lindemann's like, what are you doing? And he's like, oh, we're celebrating. And they, they're like, happy. It's great. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. So, like, I'm kind of glad that tags are ending because you know we we just kind of love the all tournament kind of shows that we've been getting during covid era so it kind of spoils us so i'm glad we get doing those but on the other side like i've been liking the gato dick togo team ups and i'm going to miss them because they were oftentimes hilarious so i love you boys thank you blacksmith dicks <laughs> and uh forever mr ian warns me that uh, i should not google blacksmith dicks so i never have and uh you, dear listeners, should not do that either. Uh, I have no idea what it's in reference to, and I don't want to know. Uh, but uh, you can send all the tweeties what? in regards to that to <laughs> at Drusifer Tweets, and uh, he'll be happy. He, look, there's... That's his, Ian's you now in charge of our blacksmith dick uh, research. So. I hear you might have a whole bunch of tweety followers that would be interested in that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so next we have Shingo and Bushi versus Wato and Tenzan. So, uh, you know, Tenzan's going to eat this. You'll know this. And he does eat it. But one thing, like, <clears throat> I'm like, it's Tenzan. He used to be a champ. You think you could beat him with anything more than a pumping bomber, Mr. Mr. Shingo? 
No. Pumping bummer. One, two, three. He's like, hey, I'm taking it easy. This is my last tag night, and I've got a few weeks off. Like, uh, I'm not pulling out Made in Japan's and Last of the Dragons. Get the fuck out of here. Surprised he even takes his T-shirt off, Mr. Andy. But, uh, you know, it's solid stuff. We get really good uh, preview stuff with Wato and Bushi. Not much to say, though. Well, the one thing that is here to say is that, you know, Bushi and Shingo are former junior tag champions. Of course they're going to win this match. You know, so, mm-hmm. I mean, it's funny, too, because poor Watto, you know, he can't he can't even win the preview tag. No. Damn. <laughs> poor oh. Watto. He's got an ex. He's got like, you know, one of the biggest G1 wrestlers, a big champ wrestler on his team, mentoring him, even wearing his T-shirt. He still can't win. <laughs> <sighs> but uh, let's go straight into the next one, Mr. Andy. We've got the Flying Tigers of uh, Robbie Eagles and Tiger Mask with Willie Utah. Versus Taka Michinoku, El Desperado, and Doki. The start of this match is awesome. You've got uh, the six people just staring across at each other, and uh, El Desperado's like, "I'm first. And then Doki shoves him, shoves him away. He's like, "Fuck you, I'm first. Despy's like, "No, fuck you, I'm first. Fuck you, I'm first. And then uh, you know, Taka's just like, "I'm like, ah, oh, enough." Enough of this. Like, and Doki and El Desperado, they're getting in each other's grills. It's setting up their, their singles match, which is going to be amazing. So, yes, this is good fun tag preview shit between Willie Utah and El Desperado, which I really liked. And Robbie, for the first time in this tournament, even though it's in a tag match, he finally hits a turbo backpack. Yeah. Which is on Taka Michinoku. And, uh, yeah, Robbie Do- Doki looks awesome as well. So, in terms of a preview standpoint, I'm both excited for those two matches, uh, El Desperado, Willie Uta, and, of course, Doki and uh, Robbie Eagles. Really cool, solid stuff. Really fun stuff between uh, Doki and El Desperado as well. Yeah, this match is an excellent preview tag. Exactly what you want. You know, I don't know. Nothing in particular stood out except that the stuff between Doki and Mr. Robbie Eagles is just like magic. There's yeah. also a cool part where, like, I think it was Robbie that he went for a Hurricane Rana on Taka Michinoku, and Tur- Taka was just like, nope, and turned it into a crossface. Okay, everyone, and here we are. We've done the tags. So that means we need to get someone on the line, and we have. We are joined once again by Mr. Alexis Montez. How you going, Alexis? How do you ask Combo. Hey, Uh Hey, what's up, guys? I'm back this time for the full episode. And we're going to do it. Yeah. Okay. The full part episode. The part of the full. Okay. I got it. All right. So then let's do it. Let's get on. Let's let's probably get Mr. Lex's least favorite match on the card out of the way first. (laughs) (laughs) We're going for Clark Connors versus show. And uh, I think show breaks a record here. He does the longest Kanemaru gambit there is. He runs around the whole entire thing on the outside because that's exactly what, he, what you want to do. You want to gas yourself out. I, I guess he's super fit. He's not going to gas himself out. But I also think most of this match takes place on the outside as well, which is a little different. So lots of brawling and stuff. Then uh, there's some in-ring and then uh, Kenta Sato is being chumped big time because uh, <laughs> Show just chairs Clark Connors. Doesn't give a fuck. I know what the finish is, Kenta Sato, so shut up. <laughs> is what show saying right there show show always gets that like that count out win 
but he resumes uh, the arm torture on Clark's arm, all that finger stuff as well. Show tries to use a ref, but uh, Clark hits a pounce instead. I like the pounce. Ever since the guy from Impact used to be a footballer. Monty <laughs> Brown? Yeah, Monty Brown. Pounce! Period. Man, I love that shit. I don't know why I loved him so much. I feel, thought he was kind of cool. So, yeah, anyway. It's a good move. Yeah. So uh, there's a trophy kill, but no. Show grabbed the ref. Then there's a German and a low blue in a roll-up. And uh, the young lions have to keep Connors away from show at the end there. So uh, show's on the board with two points. And Paul Clark Connors is uh, definitely one step above young lion on uh, on zero. I'm sorry, Clark Connors. <laughs> All right. Mr. Lexus, what did you think of show versus Clark Connors? Yeah, another game, guys, where I have to watch another round of show matches that I don't want to watch. But, you know, I don't, like, uh, I don't want to come over here and spread hate on show. I don't. But this version of show is not the version of show I really wanted. The match was cool. I I hated the long outside-the-ring shenanigans. A little weird for a juniors match, yeah. But it's the trope for show now because mm-hmm. of the whole that Bullet Club House of Torture section of the of, of the store. Like it's it doesn't I don't like it. It just takes away so much. There it's a boring tactic. It's an old tactic. I don't care too much for it. Clark Connors did what Clark Connors was supposed to do and make show look good. He did, but at the same time, I didn't care too much for it. So shot to yeah. Clark Connors. I, I wow. Don't damn so so it was clark connor's job to make show look good in this match okay interesting Um, (laughs) so i appreciate this match a lot because it's different than the other stuff and you know sometimes when you know it's different like six times do what we've seen it like six times show always does this it's different than the other matches on the card lexus montez so, uh, you know, what, what I'm trying to say is I like some variety and, and there hasn't been this kind of thing yet. I don't think in the junior singles matches that in this tournament, not, not, I mean, unless I'm forgetting something, which I certainly could be, cause I am stupid. So, um, we both are but, so good. <laughs> I really like Clark Connors entrance theme. Like, I love it. It's awesome. It sounds like a rhino's coming, even though it's, it's musically a rhino. I like it. It's pretty cool. Dude. I- I, I, I like I really like the whole wild runner gimmick. I yeah, think it's pretty, cool. it's pretty cool. And there was a really cool part in this match where Show lined up uh, for a PK and hit it right on Connor's arm, and it was a goal because there was actually a goal sitting there, you know, um, <laughs> <laughs> which is pretty funny. So I like that a lot. You know, I mean, I find Show extremely entertaining. I think he's the best wrestler that's ever lived, and anyone who doesn't think that is dumb. <clears throat> All right, so there's uh, there's definitely some dummies on the show. I just I think I'm pretty sure no, I want to put it. I know what you're saying though, Luke. The, I think the finish was a bummer though. Like, but how they got there was good. Yep. All right, so here we go, uh, dude. This match, next match, gives me a visual that I, I thought I was. I don't know, maybe I was high or something, but I was. But uh, <laughs> so maybe. <clears throat> But uh, it was a weird visual. I messaged you about it, Mr. And you you were like, yeah, I could see that. 
So it's Akira Fra Francesco Akira, or is it Akira Francesco? One of those two versus Ryusuke Taguchi. And uh, all, all, already at the start, we've got Akira reversing Taguchi's rope running tactics. He's not gonna he's not gonna fall for that and hits a tope con hero. Akira does uh, some cool a cool corner drop kick like you know like uh, Taguchi sitting at, facing the corner, so we can't see the bloody kick coming. The poor guy. And he, he, I know he, I know he looks over his shoulder at least once, like be like, all right, am I gonna get kicked now? All right, here it is. <laughs> but then Akira does this kind of head submission onto Gucci, and it looks like the lightest head submission I've ever seen. And Taguchi's head literally falls out of the hold by the time it finishes. <laughs> so there is that. Uh, Akira gets chest slapped the fuck out by Taguchi, and now here's the visual I was uh, talking about earlier, gentlemen. Taguchi slaps him so hard that it looks like there's a crack in Akira's chest. Wow. Like, like in the middle of his chest, it looks like it looks like if Taguchi wanted to, he could have opened him up Temple of Doom style and ripped his heart out. <laughs> I, I also noticed that after seeing the uh, state of Akira's chest, Taguchi doesn't really chop him after that. He's just like, you know what? I'll just do other moves on uh, Akira. I don't need to chop him anymore. I think I'll, I think I'll leave that be. So <laughs> smart man. He didn't, he didn't want to splash anybody, you know. <laughs> didn't want to like crack him open anymore, I guess, like an egg. But uh, I thought it was a pretty decent match. There's some good back and forth, and uh, Taguchi always seems to be able to stay one step ahead of Akira as well, which is uh, pretty cool. He traps him in a pin and gets the one, two, three. So Takira, uh, Takira. Taguchi is on the board on two, and Akira now on four. Mr. Andy, Akira versus Taguchi. Did, did you see that, like, loose head submission? Like, what's up with that? Um, I don't think I have a note about that, but I do have something very important to talk about here, and that is that I asked Akira on Twitter how he was going to handle the butt stuff, and he didn't respond. But you know what did happen? It's got, I got oh. followed by, like, 20 gay porn bots, so that's great. <laughs> That was pretty funny. Awesome. Yes. Um, was it under your I, account or the Never Open account? Well, it was my personal account. All Don't right, worry cool. about yeah, it. Yeah. All right. Cool. Um, but uh, I really enjoyed this uh, match a lot. I thought this was one of Francesco Akira's best matches because I felt like Taguchi was like, you know, yeah, he was joking around a little bit, but not much in this match. You know, I felt like he was really going for uh you know welcome welcome to new japan kid i'm gonna show you how to how to do a juniors match and and that's kind of what they did when, when they ran the ropes it was fantastic um you know it's like he also I, it sucks too that he didn't get to like get pinned by the dodon but i get why they're doing that this is like something that can happen again in the future all these matches are obviously but i want to um, keep the new guy strong a bit as well yeah, if he's going to lose, you know, make them lose in, a, lose in a variety of ways. No problem with that, you know. And uh, it's just, it was neat, though, because, like, Akira jumped into Taguchi to do a wheelbarrow move. And that's how he got caught with the pin. That was kind of cool. Kind of a little finish. Oh, I liked it. Yep. You got the young guy, Akira, kind of being outwitted by the old veteran. Yeah. Another What'd pattern, like we said last week, where we got these older guys versus younger guys and yep. tons of the matches. What do you think, Mr. Lexus? <clears throat> I think to uh, piggyback off what Andy said, um, and I noticed it in the uh, 
the previous match that uh, Akira Francesco or Francesco Akira, whatever the gentleman's name is, yeah. <laughs> uh, he uh, he's the young boy of this block. So what's happening is they are teaching him how to wrestle a juniors match. So you can see that that Taguchi was kind of guiding him the match. Not yeah. to say he was carrying him, but he was definitely guiding him in the yeah. right direction. Because that's what Taguchi's there for. He is the quintessential junior dad. So, And you kind of need uh, Akira to wrestle guys like Taguchi, especially since uh, the two Empire boys aren't doing preview tags uh, out of any of the nights. None of, neither Akira or TJP do any tag stuff. So I guess it's trial by fire for Mr. Akira. He has to do it all in the bloody... Oh, the trial by fire. Ah, uh, yeah. see what I did there? Yeah. Ushari. <laughs> Ushari. Brioche. Uh, <laughs> well, all his right, performance so... was lit. <laughs> he he really burns me up when you don't make a pun after I make one. So <laughs> that's your opinion. All right. So <laughs> all right. So now we got Yoshinobi Katamaru versus <sighs> Yo, and Yo comes out in the lamest looking hoodie ever. It's boring <laughs> and. Katamaru gambits, you know, does the Katamaru gambit, and he deserves it. Uh, Katamaru <laughs> shoves Yo into a young lion and almost gets a count-out victory, so he's going for a quick win here. Lots of pit attempts, and uh, Katamaru figure-fouring the crap out of Yo, even the gra- grabbing the ropes with Chumpy catches him. I like how uh, Katamaru will get you in a figure-four, and then he'll throw himself back and hit the mat. As if to yeah. say, like, this makes it hurt more now, even though he's just pretty <laughs> Listen, much just hitting that. It made a noise. It has to hurt more. <laughs> That's <Yeah>. right. <laughs> Yo manages, like, to hit a falcon arrow. There's two Germans and a pin, but uh, Yo lets go because his leg hurts. Because, you know, it's a, ca- a Katamaru match. It's fuck your leg time. Katamaru hits, like, this top rope moonsault press, which is really cool. Almost get, hits a deep impact, but it's a drop kick by Yo. Katamaru gets uh he gets Marty chump bump big time yeah, but uh, he takes a whiskey spit by Yo and maybe if Yo took up drinking maybe he'd be more interesting but <laughs> <laughs> apparently he does drink Kevin Kelly mentioned that he is a drinker so right he's he's the guy sitting in the bar by himself away from the boys and just like being contemplated <laughs> or some shit that is me. this is why you like yo yes by the way there's a funny part at the end here where there's a whiskey spit by yo and so katamaru turns around so yo goes for a kick and it misses katamaru so katamaru like the professional he is he doesn't sell that kick because it didn't touch him so yo has to do it again and then direct drive yo on four points katamaru on zero mr lexus what do you think of uh taguchi it's taguchi Uh, katamaru versus yo I thought it was pretty cool. I think to uh, not to Gucci yeah. Luca, but <laughs> Kanemaru is the second dad in the junior division. Yeah. Um, for the simple fact that Kanemaru back in his heyday was the man, and now he's kind of like, let me tell you about what I did in Noah kind of guy. And it's like mm-hmm. that's fine, but you know it was cool. But it was it was a pretty cool match. The uh, the Kanemaru Gambit stuff was pretty cool. Um, when he does it, not necessarily when someone else does it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, uh, I listen, man. I know everybody's not the big on yo, 
But I like Yo. I think Yo. This is a different version of Yo because he is isn't a Rapunky 3K anymore, so he doesn't have to pretend to be something he's not. So this is who he is, and he's comfortable with who he is in this moment, and I think that's fine. But other than that, I I would have honestly liked for Kanemaru to win. Uh, yeah. With you, I just think that you know Conrad was great, but you know they're bigger plans than with Yo. Yep. I, I don't like Yo getting this win, and then my brain being like, "How many wins does he have now? Does he have wins? Does he get wins? Oh, is he gonna win stuff? That's upsetting to my my mind." But uh, stop winning. Yeah, don't win matches. But uh, I like this a lot. You know, I thought Kanemaru did a great job. Obviously, he's amazing. I was upset that he lost. But one thing I did notice I found was very, very interesting this match. We know Ref Marty Asami, greatest ref to ever live, I think. He's just the greatest. Yeah. And we call him Ref Chumpy because we love him. That's why. And no other reason. And there <laughs> is uh, uh, something that happened. And he kind of did it almost off camera. But I saw it. Is that, you know, yo, he spits that Suntory surprise and Kanemaru's face, and he throws the bottle on the ground, and it starts, you know, the bottle just lands on the side and starts dumping whiskey all over. Chumpy grabbed that immediately and was like, that shit's $100 a bottle, you know? That's you, a lot of dollary dues. So, yo, uh, what are you, you know, doing? Yeah, I mean, that was disrespectful to spit it out and to throw it on the ground, but at least Marty saved it. So that was my big takeaway from that match. Chumpy is a hero. Chumpy wants to have a few drinks after after the matches. Yeah, he's, he's like, he gets to drink whatever he saves. <laughs> <laughs> he drinks because he gets chumped out all the time. And, and he knows yeah, that there's nothing he can do. Bad driver. <clears throat> <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Here we go. We have Ace Austin versus Hiromi Takahashi. Yeah. And rather than me starting off this time, Mr. Andy... Oh. What do you think? Of all right, I can run this one down. I love this, all right? Yeah. So, so you know, Hiromu is the fucking man. And, you know, right out yep. of the gate, they, they like, run the ropes, and Ace gets all kinds of stuff in on Hiromu. He's doing all his shit. And I'm like, okay, it's just big shine at the beginning, but that's not what this is. Like, Hiromu, he fakes an arm drag, and uh, he pulls out the card from <laughs> from ace austin and he's like you know he's got the card and he's gonna do the spot on ace austin where he cuts his finger but ace ace like reverses it around and pulls another card out that's great i love that, that yeah was that was really amazing. cool so, um that made me happy so we had like stomps and holds from ace and ace puts he hits a very very pretty suplex and the crowd goes whoo like that which is great uh Hiromu gets a Rana and I and then I realize how much I love the sound of the New Japan ring. There's just something about it, man. Just it doesn't sound like any other ring. It's got this nice mm. muffled bump and it just sounds so nice and I love it, especially when guys like Hiromu are dropping doing drop kicks and landing it. It's fucking great. Of course Hiromu's gonna get all his drop kicks in, which he does. He goes for the sunset bomb, but this basically is a way to get them on the apron so that Ace can do all of his cool apron moves. And then we get the move that is kind of one of his, it's been one of his staples since I saw him. I mean, all this shit was his staples back then, but this is kind of one of his big moves was the Fosbury flop. And the Fosbury flop is uh, basically a, like a high jump. And the guy Fosbury is the first guy to do that. And before that they would jump over it 
like frontwards. And so he's the first yeah. guy to jump over backwards and he like, you know, won all the, the stuff. So that's interesting. And uh, Haruma keeps trying uh, to start his five moves of doom, but he keeps getting cut off. There's a tremendous bumping from Hiromu. He sells uh, these like ace, ace hits these springboard kicks. And he's just, I mean, it's just so great. Um, <laughs> so Kevin Kelly at this point, he mentions a Samsa stat nugget. And I thought he said stank nugget. So <laughs> important to mention. Um, so Hiromu is taking all of the moves, all of them. And he, it, it, this match is 75-25. It's not 50-50. This is like 75-25. Ace is getting everything, right? Mm -hmm. So there's a pop-up power bomb for a double down. Hiromu's ready to go. He's, he's ready to rock. DVD in the corner. He goes for the plunger. But Ace fights out and hits a bunch of just amazing kicks. And the crowd's like, whoa, it's great. They struggle and counter and all these great back and forth. And Ace fires up. Hiromu gets a two count after a great lariat, uh, victory royal and time bomb two for the win. I love this match, and they even did the respect respect after the match. It was amazing. Yep, this was awesome stuff. If uh, Mr. Austin wants to stick around in uh, New Japan after this tournament, uh, I'd be all right with that. Please, yeah, good. please let let that happen. Mr. Lexus, what do you think of uh, Ace Austin Hiromu? <laughs> Uh, I think it was pretty good. I like I said before, um, when I was you know talking about Ace and the episode I was on prior, this is going to be the quintessential program for Ace going forward because I've thought this for a long time since the man hasn't returned. Hiromu's trying to find his next uh, uh, Ryu Lee, so basically he's looking yeah. at as that you know that that filler spot. Not to say that's bad. That's good for Ace because if he gets offered a contract, which I'm sure he will, to come back and do some stuff for the best of the Super Juniors, it's going to be with Hiromu. Like I said before, he's doing stuff that a lot of these guys and a lot of the fans haven't seen before. So that's what's making him um, more attractive to the New Japan front offices and especially to you know the matchmaker himself. Uh, so he will basically you know. have the ability to um, to basically thrive in Japan as long as he you know keeps his head on straight and does, you know, what he's supposed to do, then he's, he's going to be over there. But this match was good. I think, um, and this is just a staple for Romo matches, his five moves of doom. Um, he, uh, he was kind of, he was kind of sloppy, but he got it together at the end. Um, but yeah, I was, I was, I was thoroughly impressed with this match. So was I, in fact, um, I would say this is Hiromu allowing Ace Austin to kind of showcase all this shit against like, in him himself being you know one of the the most over junior and seeing if he could hang and yeah ace austin could hang most definitely it's uh but uh yeah hiromu on six ace on four man that was, yeah it's it's freaking awesome the, the freaking card spot made me laugh i'm glad they did something with that because i watched like last juniors we watched katamaru interfere in the entrances like a million times and not one wrestler was just like i'm ready for him where is he yeah yeah exactly you know? so i like that uh with ace austin and his card gimmick someone's being like hey wait a minute i don't want to get my fingers hurt uh my finger webbing hurt so uh i'm gonna do something about it but uh, he, he hates it anyway he's got two cards he's got two sleeves everyone so <laughs> oh man and this is a gnarly match right here it's taiji ishimori versus alex zane Andy, what do you think of this match? Well, let's see here. So 
at the beginning of this, we got Alex Zane. He's getting a shine a bunch, and he's hitting all his high-flying offense, right? And then Ishimori, <laughs> he takes the bell hammer and puts it in Zane's hand and then tells on him. <laughs> and, <it's so> funny. <laughs> and He tries to use that as like a distraction to get a chair, but it backfires. And Zane goes around the world, and they hit this kind of like drop toe hold that you think he's supposed to go into the chair. And maybe he was. But they kind of it worked out because it looked like, oh, Ishimura was trying to put him into the chair. But what he did instead was made him land on his injured arm, which began the arm heat. And that was I mean, either way, that was great. You know? So that's uh, that was pretty cool. And, uh, you know, Ishimori just exposes the turnbuckle and, and, uh, and uses it to kill Zane's arm. It's fuck your arm. And there's all these creative arm heat spots and boner lock but zane gets to the ropes you know zane comes back and uh his moves are a bit contrived a little bit like there's kind of i you know and i understand it's not like ishimori is taking this three-stage weird alex zane move every day so I, it's just like at some points he's just standing there waiting you know and it's kind of like god i hate that i know it's not it's just how moves are sometimes i know there's nothing that can be done but it's like sometimes it's just kind of I know the guy yeah. has to sit there, then he has to take this move in a weird way that he wouldn't normally take it, and then you get this other move. I don't know. I it, The result is fantastic because the moves look fantastic, but they just kind of don't make as much sense. And when there's something that doesn't make a lot of sense psychology-wise, it sticks out in New Japan, you know, because everything usually does for the most yeah. part. But, um, you know, that's just – there's there's a lot of cool shit here. They do this – uh was an attempted PK from Ishimori, and then, then he gets a side roll and the sweet crouching kick thing. That was dope. Ishimori starts working the arm again, though, and he tears off the burger wrap and starts torturing Alex, and uh, Zane starts bleeding from the mouth, and it looks like one of his piercings was torn or something like that. Maybe don't wrestle with the piercings in, you know? Maybe Lexus can tell us what, you know, if he has experience with that or something. But uh, he, he tries to twist thingy but a boner lock and a rape rope like rope break uh there's a lung blower Did you say two. rape break i don't know what that is but uh <laughs> ishimori he gets frustrated taco driver but uh no it's spinning boner lock for the win so ishimori wins i this was fantastic it's just a couple things stuck out to me that just wasn't you know wasn't perfect in my opinion and that, you know because i'm just some fucking asshole <laughs> Well, I think when you've got like with this Super Juniors, you've got a whole bunch of wrestlers who have never really wrestled against each other before. So I think some of that is bound to happen. And uh, yeah, so it, he so he has this kind of chin piercing. Is that what happened? And it, it came out. And he, I by think, the way, I, I think it's uh, nice of Alex Zane to bleed the same color as his hair and clothing. <laughs> <laughs> the exact same. Uh, Mr. Lexus, what do you think of uh, Ishimori and Alex Zane? Um, I thought it was pretty decent. Um, I think that I, I think the thing with this is it was kind of the similar formula that was supposed to be done for the previous match with Hiromu and Ace. And I think mm. that Mori also had to do the job of, um, you know, having that 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 killer chemistry with Alex Zane. Not to say like it didn't happen, but it was it was sparks. There was awesome uh, transition where. Um, I think Alex Zane was going for like a cartwheel over Ishimori and he did like a drop down and Ishimori like snagged the arm out of the cartwheel. I thought that was pretty cool. Um, and like I said before, gloating and, you know, 
raving over Ishimori. He's he's the man, dude. Like everything he does in the ring is just so effortless. It's so clean. Yeah. It's just so just it, he makes it look easy. Like he looks like he didn't even try, but at the same time he did. But you know, uh, I think Alex Zane did really well. I think that, um, and this is no disrespect to Alex Zane, you could see the the levels of where they were. You know, yeah. so like Zane, you know, with all due respect, he is a good competitor. But I think Ishimori is just a little bit better when it comes to just, you know, commanding the ring and, you know, taking taking that general role. So I liked it. Yeah. I also think, like, as good as this match is, I think uh, if they have a second match and a third match, I think their matches are going to get even better together. So, right. yeah, I think uh, it's just a case of, hey, we had a really good first match. Maybe next time we can have an absolute barnstormer the second time. It's all right. There's still people getting to know each other. And that's... Woo! It's a block. All right, everyone. And before we get up to night two of the best Super, super Juniors, well, the second night we're covering, which is actually night six, we're going to hear from uh, Mr. Strong, which is uh, Mr. Ian, with a strong review. Hi, Luke and Andy. This is Ian with another New Japan Strong Review. We're on to the second stop of the Mutiny Tour. And as the first night already set up an upcoming important title match between Fred Rosser and Filthy Tom Lawler, we will of course not be hearing from either of them at all. Seriously, if I ever get annoyed about AEW's episode-to-episode continuity, and I do, I just need to look at Strong and realise how much worse things could be. First matchup is Ren Narita versus <sighs> Chris Dickinson. Again, I remind myself that this was recorded in April. As such, I'm going to do my best to review this match as I would have reviewed it live, while obviously not losing sight of everything that has come out about Dickinson since then. Annoyingly, this is a really good match. It's heavily into the tough technical style, with heavy emphasis on grappling and striking rather than dives and acrobatics. Dickinson has more power and more experience, but Narita has the edge on speed and probably on technique as well. One of the things I'm starting to really appreciate about Ren Narita is the spaces between the moves. Yes, I know that sounds like I'm getting into jazz there, but what I mean is that Narita is getting better and better at representing himself as a wrestler in the areas outside of hitting moves and taking moves. When he's put into a submission hold, a lesser wrestler would sell the pain of the move. Narita does this as well, but he also explores for ways out. He identifies where in the ring he is, and he keeps moving to probe for weakness. It's the same attention to detail that makes people like Zack Sabre Jr. and Angelico such exciting submissions wrestlers. This is ultimately a very intelligent and well put together match. Narita shows smarts by going for Dickinson's hip, and at one point hits him with a series of kicks that would pass muster with Keno and Nakajima. Ultimately, this match goes to a 15-minute time limit draw which elevates both guys involved. Unfortunately, reality served to de-elevate Chris Dickinson shortly after this. Next up, we have the latest in the New Japan Dojo vs. Factory series, which has been a nice little story arc for watchers of Strong and Dark. In other words, me. Aaron Solo and Nick Comorato face off against Carl Fredericks and Clark Connors. 
Connors here is completing his LA Dojo training by learning the Rocky Romero trick for running across the Pacific, as he makes it over from and back to Aomori in Japan between nights of the best of Super Juniors for this match. It's pretty good fun in a rival school's way. Fredericks and Connors know each other inside and out. Comorato and Solo, the same. As a result, everyone has room to do what they're good at. I'll give special note to Nick Comorato, who is a superb beast in this match. I really think he'd benefit from a short Japan run where he could play Monster Gaijin. Fredericks and Connors win, and look good winning. Then QT gets on the mic. Now, I know there's a range of thought on QT. Some people like him. Some podcasters we know really don't care for him. However, judging by the absolutely thermonuclear heat he gets here, he's doing something right. QT grabs the mic, and three minutes later, I still can't hear a word he's saying because the crowd are so loud. Finally, Fredericks has to grab the mic himself and do a quick recap on what QT was saying, just so the crowd actually know they're setting up a match for the next set of tapings. This was a decent match, with good story and a great heat. In our main event, the United Empire team of Great Okan, TJP, and Aaron Hanare take on the slightly thrown together team of Brody King, Mascara Dorada, and Taylor Rust. I'm still waiting to see something in Taylor Rust beyond very good physique and slightly weird childlike face. On the other hand, this is a fun, slightly house showy match. We get the usual six man pairing off. A continuation of the TJP Mascara Dorada story, and a couple of really nice face-offs between Brody King and the Great Okan. Taylor Rust and Aaron Hanare are also in this match. I say that last part as a bit of a joke, but the two of them actually pair pretty well, and there's a really nice submission spot from Rust. Ultimately speaking, this is fairly low stakes, but it is a lot of fun. The Empire win, but they have to work for it, and I continue to really enjoy the majority of members of the Empire. Post-match, TJP steals another mask from Mascara Dorada, and then runs back across the Pacific hand-in-hand with Clark Connors. This isn't an essential show, but on a pure wrestling level, this is a show with a floor of okay and a ceiling of very good. If only the very good match hadn't featured a horrible creep. Thanks, guys. And until next time, keep it strong. Well, Ian, thank you so much for doing these strong reviews. It sounds like that. Uh, I love it every time. Yeah, you're you're really bearing us across this week, which I appreciate. It's weird that you know <laughs> it's all out of order and messed up, and obviously you can't take strong seriously as long as it's not kayfabe with the rest of New Japan, and it can't be yeah. when two guys are wrestling at the same time. You know what I mean? That doesn't make any sense so i you know i understand all that it is weird though like to be tuning into strong there's clark connors there's tjp but that night they're actually in japan and stuff like that yeah there's definitely there's still a freshness problem with uh with new japan strong also i want to thank ian for uh, mentioning a name that i always forget to mention in terms of the nightmare factory Max Aaron Solo, everyone. Uh, I've blanked his name the last couple of times. I should have mentioned him. I apologize, Mr. Aaron Solo. Uh, there's me saying your name three times. I have only said it twice, but Aaron Solo. Aaron Solo. Aaron Solo. He's going to come out of my mirror now and be like like the candy man. <laughs> hey, I saw that. 
It was awesome. The new, the new one? Man? Fucking fantastic, is, man. Is t- does Tony Todd make an appearance in it? I can't tell you that. Well, you know Kern is the original Candyman, right? Oh, I know. I know. But it you don't want to know that. Just watch watch the movie. All right. You know. By the way, I, I, I just – I'll mention it here probably because uh, there's probably people who listen to this show who don't watch my YouTube movie reviews. I just want to put it out there, everyone. If you haven't seen everything, everywhere, all at once, just fucking do it. Just do Good it now. Movie, huh? Yeah. Yeah. I absolutely fucking loved it. And uh, it's going to be really hard for any movie this year, new movies. I mean, I might watch some really good old movies. Who knows? But it's going to be really hard to beat that for, like, uh, the best thing I've seen this year. So, really? out. Yeah. It's a pretty cool movie. I mean, like, it's it's definitely unique to, in a lot of ways. It's just, like, I don't know. Like, somebody had built it up to me so much before I went and saw it that I was just like, okay, this is fantastic. It's not what they said. But it's fantastic, you know, because they were like, this will change your life kind of thing. And I'm like, that's okay. I, I didn't learn anything necessarily, I, but I love the movie, you know. I don't think I got messages like that, but I think it was you and a couple other people did the did, did what I thought was like, whoa, you guys are actually recommending I watch a really good movie? I'm like, well, maybe I should check this out. And I did. And rather than you watch a review and be like, oh, my God, Luke's going to fucking hate this, is he? no. Uh, I loved it so. Yeah, know. finally you like. I, 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 I do like good things sometimes, Miss Andy, and <laughs> I do like strong reviews as well. So thank you very much for that, <laughs> Mr. Ian. I appreciate that big time. So let's get into it, Mr. Andy. We're at night six, and we're at the we're at Akita, and we're at the Akita Tursa, which uh, I have no idea what that means, but it, it's a breed of dog. <laughs> It is. What is it, a dog so, high school? I, I don't know why. It's just another, like, high school gym, you know? Fair enough. I don't know. But who cares? This place is fucking amazing because this crowd is insane. They go off tonight. It makes me feel like like some crowds – got to think, like, some places in Japan, like, they go to all the time, and the crowd's just like, yeah, it's wrestling, whatever. Maybe they don't get – I've never heard Akita – Tursa mentioned that often when we uh, in, in the process of doing this podcast with you, Mr. Andy. So I have to think like they're like, holy shit, New Japan's in town, let's go. <laughs> you said you sent me a message that says it's been ages since they've had wrestling. And you are right. And they are fucking they love every second of the show. It's great. And uh, I'm glad they not only were they starved for wrestling, I think they were fed a good helping uh, of awesome shit tonight, so I'll give I'll give it to the wrestlers tonight. They fucking go hard, even in the tags. So uh, I, I respect that. We got uh, to start off with. We got Alex Zane, Tiger Mask, Ace Austin, and Clark Connors versus Jado, Tenzan, Yo, and Taguchi. That's a fucking weird. Like seeing Jado with these guys is still so weird to me. I'm sorry. It's like it's surreal. I like it. It's just weird. Master Heater. Uh, his name means dark stuff or something like. His his name means literally means like I'm an evil douchebag. Like evil like deeds or something like. Evil that. deeds. Yeah. yeah. So. And he's like one of the few Japanese wrestlers with tattoos. So he really like he oh. he's a bad boy. Oh shit. Hell yeah. So we got uh, Connor's insane competing for who can have the most arm bandaging, which is nice. <laughs> Everybody has an armband in this match. Like, everybody does. I think they counted four of them in this match. Clark Connors, uh, 
mate, you're going to have a, a lot more arm bandaging shit on after your match with Ishimori. So I'm just putting that out there, buddy. <laughs> I'm just putting it out there. So, uh, yeah. So, uh, look, uh, Zane pins Jado in this match. It's fun preview stuff. And apparently, I haven't really been keeping that much uh, tabs on it. Uh, uh, I don't think everyone on the Tweety probably is, but there is a C block for the juniors and it ends tonight. And apparently Tiger Mask wins it. So, uh, yeah, there is that. Uh, I haven't really been paying attention to it uh, this time because I don't know. Well, yeah. there's, there's, hasn't, we know the tag matches are going to end. And plus there used to be singles matches between the young lions and that's what it made it fun. You know what I mean? But yeah. well, anyway, so, uh, cause I think last year what happened was, is like, Ocon killed young lions the whole time or someone did maybe it's mr bread he killed young lions the whole yeah. time during super juniors so you know we that 17 much... week <laughs> yes, 17 that was, that was show stretch of lariatos onto <laughs> young lions heating up uh, mr bread for nothing and, so. and honma didn't win a single time like like he tagged sure. with him most of those times he couldn't even win one of them i'm like all right i mean i know he's not as over as kojima but you think you could win a couple of these like it might make him look good no only i may win says Mr. <laughs> Mr. well in this tag match luke tiger mask is wearing his half gold half sapphire sheriff's gear just a little mm -hmm. world tag league preview just letting us know like he's thinking about it you know he's not all the way there but he's he's halfway you know so it's a nice little nod to us i appreciate it and and that's why he wins c block so it's just another just accolade for tiger mask heading into yep. world tag league where he's going to take the whole thing this year so uh i mentioned last like at the start of uh, a block that these were last tags. No, sorry, these are the last tags tonight. I've got my got my brain mixed up. It's all right, everyone. Well, You're the whole all used show to it anyway. It's the last tags. Yeah. So, uh, but this match, it like has the crowd going ooh and on ah shit, and like they're the crowd's like right up on the the they're closer or like more kind of dense I think than maybe the other places. So the wrestlers really respond well to this crowd. They're like, Oh, this crowd's fucking on fire. So are we. And like, you know, this match builds to, there's a bunch of Ace Austin shit in this match and he builds and does his big Fosbury flop, which we'll talk about later. And the crowd's like, Oh, you know, oh, yeah. so we're hearing them. We're hearing them. It's awesome. Yep. I feel like uh, everyone feeds off this crowd tonight. And uh, here's one of my favorite tag matches, maybe of the whole tournament so far. I don't I, I'm, Almost certain that you would have gotten a really huge fucking kick out of this match too. It is Dick Togo and Sho versus Gato and Taiji Shimori. I'm glad before T uh, before the previews ended that we actually got this preview match because it is fucking hilarious and I love it. They all go for two sweets at the start and Ishimori two sweets show right in the eye. <laughs> I, I I pokes galore on Togo. It's fucking awesome. Show and Ishimori, dude, they're going to fucking put on what I think is going to be a combo mix of a wrestling clinic and also who can be the biggest dickhead to each other. Oh, yeah. It's going to be great. It's going to be so freaking awesome. It's a mix between great wrestling and heel stuff between them. Bonal lock on Togo, of course, and Ishimori and Show try to get at each other at the end. Uh, Show goes at him with a spanner. Ishimori goes at him with the title. <laughs> and uh, you kind of get a good feeling about uh, where Ishimori and Sho are going to go. I know 
that our esteemed guest, Mr. Alexis Montez, is going to hate this match, but I have a feeling that you and I, though, are going to get an absolute kick out of it. What do you think of this one? Well, Luke, this is... The... Let me just sit down oh, and make loud yeah. noises. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, sorry. This is the greatest match I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I fucking love this. It's Blacksmith Dick Explode! You know, they're facing right. each other. And I got totally faked out. I w- didn't know what this match was, and I just see them all in the crowd. I thought it was like, okay, it's an eight-man tag. You know, and all of a sudden they start pairing off, and I was like, oh, it's them. Oh, my God. This made me so happy. I I mean, we had Dick Togo selling, playing babyface in peril at one point. <laughs> that was tremendous. Fuck and, yeah. Like, they're selling so cartoon-like in this match. Gato... He it, like Dick Togo hits the flying punch and Gato has a seizure. <laughs> I love that so much. It, Gato also has just tremendous timing with like, you know, he's yeah. he, he something gets foiled. And so he looks at you and he goes, you're a mother, you know, or I'll say you son of a, you know, and like these little just things that he says to the like, it, it's just his comic timing is fantastic. He's crushing it. And, and then the champ. And show get in there and do awesome juniors wrestling. So what do you want that's not in this? I mean, this is just the greatest yeah. match ever. I loved it. And all the goofy shit at the end was great. I just I mean, this is one of, this is nothing's gonna be better than this ever. So I also like that Gator's like the head booker and he's in the ring and he gets a move on someone, he's like, Fuck you, motherfucker. <laughs> I love it. Every time. Oh man, it was great stuff. And that's a match I could obvi- I could easily see you in a couple of years' time going, hey, this is recommend. It's uh, Show Togo versus Gator and Shimori. So let's uh, let's go to the final tag match of the best of the Super Juniors until maybe like the final night or something like that. We've got Hiromu Takahashi and Shingo versus Takamichi Noku and Yoshinobu Kanemaru. Suzuki Goon almost win this by, by count out. And, uh, you know, of course, Taka's going to eat this with a fucking. Pumpy bomber, of course. But, uh, you know, and this is where I, I, I hate to see it, but, like, I mean, Shingo's great in these matches. He is. But, like, when I see him, I want to see a Made in Japan or something. It's one of my favorite yeah. moves. I want to see some of that. So he always goes hard and he always puts in a good performance, Mr. Shingo. But I would say if you could describe low uh, a, a version of Shingo that's low effort, this is what it looks like. It's 100%. still pretty fucking good, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's still better than everybody else. Oh, and so <laughs> yes. something something funny that happens after this match uh, where uh, Katamari steals <laughs> Romu's book. And then yeah. I saw on a Tweety, on Katamari's Tweety later, he's put uh, Hiromu's book in the fucking trash. <laughs> oh, my God. My favorite part of that was that everybody blamed Wano. Yeah. Yeah. So that was yeah. really fun. You had one job, well, not to commentate, but to fucking protect that book at all costs, and you fucked it up. That was pretty great. There was a funny part in this match where, like, these guys are going hard and having a blast with the crowd. You know, like you said, you know, Shingo's not doing flips or anything, but, you know, it's like there's a part in this match that's great. Hiromu's in a half brad. Kanemaru's got him in the half brad. Taka's there on the outside instead of doing what like a heel would normally do. They grab the ropes and, you know, pull them away from the guy that's trying to get the rope break. 
Taka just sticks his foot out, and so Hiromu can't move anymore. But yeah, look at that. What and hey, Kanemaru manages to do something just as dastardly as bad luck Fale. Everyone loves the Hiromu books, and now it's in the trash. That, that <laughs> it'll so never so, come back. Yeah, so suddenly you want to see Hiromu beat the shit out of Yoshinobu Kanemaru, getting getting a bit of heat in for that match. So looking forward to it. And since it's the last preview match, I guess uh, they they made it pretty sweet by giving us a kind of a face heel kind of dynamic there. Looking forward to that. I know, uh, yeah, Hiromi's going to go fucking hard against Kanemaru. It's like, you, you fucked my book up, you son of a bitch. Ooh, yeah, he's going to be very upset. Those are the B-Box tags. Those are the last tags of the best of the Super Juniors because it'll yeah! be nothing fuck. But a marathon from here on out. We have Mr. Yeah. Alexis back with us because he don't do no tags. He had his T-shirt on the whole time. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> you know it. <laughs> yep. Alexis, All what right. do you think of this whole thing where did you like do you know like oh. the, the rest of the shows are now just gonna be all singles matches and they're doing both blocks every night? So like it's not I don't think it's the whole block, obviously, or that would be you know, 10 matches, but it might be. It's no, a lot of it matches. It is. It is so 10 matches. Not, 10 matches. Oh. What do you think of that, Lexus? That's a lot. <laughs> That's a lot. Man. I don't know. I don't, I don't know whose idea that was. I don't know if they're like, yo, you know what we need to do? We need to speed this up so we can get to the <laughs> Like, it's like, all right, um, I guess. <laughs> so I had that in mind when I watched that, watched uh, this night of wrestling that, all right, the boys have a marathon coming up. So I won't be surprised if what we had from last time, you know, they're, they're taking it a bit easy and there'll be no absolute uh, barn burners. They're going to be like, look, we've got a marathon coming up. Let's let's just get through this. Instead, uh, what I get is a whole bunch of guys from B Block being like, we don't care. We've got a marathon. We're going to fucking start right now because I love this night of wrestling. Uh, yes. The, the cat out of the bag. It might be my favorite night of the best of Super Juniors right there. So I'm definitely... Uh, letting you guys know all early that, uh, yeah, I fucking love this night. I was also really drunk, so that might have been part of it. But no, it's still pretty pretty decent. So we got uh, Doki versus Robbie Eagles. And uh, I like uh, Kevin's commentary here that Doki is 0-3 and three against Eagles. So he's putting that in there because it's the juniors. You never know what might happen. It could go differently this time. And, man, there's a, a feeling out process at the start, which leads to a suplex de la luna attempt. Doki hits this fucking awesome DDT to the floor. It's like Tope Con spinning DDT. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> that was absolutely insane. Uh, Eagles does a knee smash, of course, because uh, he's all about fuck your leg because of the uh, uh, Armadeus uh, special. We're still doing composers. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have Serge Rachmaninoff uh, specials, what I have. Nice. There's uh, a 450, but it goes into a Doki Choki. And uh, on Twitter, Tanahashi marked out for the Tope DDT, which makes All me right. really happy to know that uh, even though Tana's not even on this tour, he's watching the best of the fucking Super Juniors. What a pro. He's, he's, Wrestling means a lot to him, Luke. <laughs> not, not only does he watch, not only is he, like, the best, he's the ace of the universe, but he even watches New Japan when he's not even on the shows. Wow. So that's 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 kind of cool. <laughs> Doki goes for like a, a top rope move, but his knee buckles. There's a missile drop kick to the knee and a turbo backpack. And uh, 
<laughs> Look, Kevin was selling Robbie's potential win so thick here. I thought Doki might pull it, pull out the surprise win, <laughs> but Robbie rolls Doki into the John Williams special. We can do movie composers okay. too, right? Okay, sure. And, uh, and we got uh, Robbie on four and Doki on two. This felt good. Uh, I think I would have loved another few minutes in this. Like, I, I think I might have... I like this match a lot. It's a great match. I think I would have loved at least uh, another rope break here towards the end and then maybe a couple more minutes before the Robbie victory or something, maybe because I just really liked these two wrestling and I wanted more of it. But... Alas, it was not to be. But uh, really awesome match. These two go hard. What do you think, Mr. Lexus? Uh, I think you're right. Just to piggyback, Luke, um, they are a match made in heaven. I think Doki and um, Robbie yeah. have a very good um, tempo with each other. They have a very good chemistry. Um, Robbie did something that I thought was really cool that you didn't bring up, Luke. He did like a drive-by cutter. Um, oh. I don't know if it's ever seen like oh, – I think it's Chono. Chono used to do this thing where you just like step. No, MVP does it. It's like he steps up and he does like a boot as he's like stepping up. It's hard to explain, but like he, uh, Robbie steps up off the, off the, uh, the kneel, the bent knee and does a cutter. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was pretty yeah. cool and creative. Yeah. Um, it's a step, it's a step up baby cutter, man. That's what it is. Yeah. It's like a booster seat baby cutter. Yeah. I love that. Booster wow. seat. <laughs> Booster's Mr. Lexus, Mr. Lexus, that is now the name for the move, and we will always <laughs> refer to it as such. Booster Seat Baby Cutter. Shout out to my dog ATM and shout out to Robbie Eagles. But um, yeah, <laughs> Booster Seat Baby Cutter. I I really wanted Do- uh not Dobby uh, a Doki to win this match. Yeah, uh, Dobby. <laughs> but, uh, I think that. He, I don't know. I don't know what they're doing with uh, Doki this year because last year I think Doki was started off pretty hot, and now he's kind of in the lull spot a little bit. Like, yeah, you were yep. you were hot for a hot minute, but not anymore. So, I have a yeah, feeling yeah. instead of major wins this year, Doki instead is going to get a win over Desperado instead of maybe stringing together a lot of wins, and maybe that'll be a, just as big a deal because he beat a former champ. Maybe I don't know. Well, he already has one win. He won the opening match. I just can't remember who it was against because I was so It was hyped. L. Lindemann. Yeah, he beat L. Lindemann, so that's pretty cool. And he, he, he will win versus L. Desperado, too. It better happen. Dude. All right, so I love this match so much that I went mm. back and watched their first match, too. I did, too. Which is yeah. at Kurgan Hall. And it's like this, but like half, like maybe like eight, ten minutes or something. And it's like a thousand miles an hour and you can tell then that's the first time they've wrestled that these guys i mean they just they should wrestle each other all the time this is what it should be they are made to wrestle each other and it's fantastic so this match here was one of my favorite matches and i want to say it's one of my favorite matches of all new all the best of super juniors so far but we have a lot of show to talk about still and there's some good shit on this show so i don't want to you know, say that, but this is, uh, so good, especially towards the end, they start doing these, just like they get into the, the new Japan main event rhythm where they're building up to these hundred mile an hour junior exchanges to end in a double down. The crowd's just fucking fired up. I mean, it's great, but you know, not only did Doki lose, which I hate that he lost, but he also sold all the way to the back. Oh yeah. I think Doki is what, 
New Japan kind of wishes Yoshihashi was. <laughs> because Doki is that underdog that you really want to win. Like, you really want him to win because he's fucking incredible, absolutely insane in the ring. Whereas Yoshihashi is Yoshihashi. So, ah! you know, Doki isn't just Junior Yoshihashi. He's actually, like, yeah, amazing. Like wanting show to be Takashi Sugura, but we're never going to get that. <laughs> no. no, we're not. Oh. So, the next match is TJP versus L. Linderman. Mr. Andy, what did you think of TJP versus L. Linderman? Oh, by the way, Robbie's on four and Doki's on two. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Uh, well, at the beginning of this, Kevin Kelly, he mentions that T-Hawk has been talking shit. And my instantly was like, oh, T-Hawk in the G1? T-Hawk in the G1? Maybe? I'm starting that rumor right now. It's a, it's a rumor. It's, a, it's definitely happening. So this is like... TJP using his speed and tact to take control at first, and L. Lindemann is the strong guy, right? Well, this match gets crazy because they're like, I mean, they're just doing a thousand moves. And as much as yeah. I don't like TJP as a person, he is just crushing it. Here. And this is like, I mean, this shit is fantastic, dude. Um, like, like for example, at one point he baits TJP belt baits L Lindemann in for a drop down and then just grabs him for this for the yeah. arm breaker spot. That fucking is awesome, yeah. man. Yeah, um, this match is insane. He he does all the like exotic heat spots and shit you could think of and stuff that you couldn't even think of. He but but like so L Lindemann's got this strength to him, you know. He throws TJP across the ring with an exploder. <laughs> It looks so cool because he's just this little guy, you know, <laughs> and uh, it's just these guys are going really hard. There's a swanton attempt, but Lindemann comes flying in with this crazy drop kick. <laughs> it is, I don't know if I've seen a crazier drop kick. Like Hiromu doesn't hit a crazier drop kick than that drop kick. It was just that's the only way I can describe it. It was insane. And um. But there's a fast, fast exchange. It ends in a bridging uh, German suplex, which Luke loved. Um, and oh, and yeah. Lindemann gets the win. And I love that he beat TJP because TJP, it was kind of like sneaky how he won, a little fast kind of thing. And TJP was trying to dispute it. It was awesome. Yeah, this, this is great stuff. Mr. Mr. Lexus, what do you think of uh, TJP Lindemann? Hey, man, I th I'm... <laughs> I'm a big fan of TJP, the wrestler, uh, but, you know, I feel yeah. like outside of that, a lot of people have a lot of things to say, but we're not here for that. Um, no, I think TJP right now, and I don't know if you guys um, talked about this last time because I didn't get to hear the other, po the other podcast, but um, <clears throat> TJP, I feel like, is playing the role of a Koji Kanemoto, which um, he kind of emulates a lot in this match from the selling yeah. standpoint and just being, you know, everywhere at once if that makes any sense um tj's great i think i'm really coming around to liking l linderman um this dude is just quirky and is just he's just i don't know like he's just he's a character for sure but i i think the match was awesome that spot where uh tj goes um for hits the rope and stops and you know as andy said you know and does the uh the cutoff spot is pretty great uh yeah so i'm, I'm a big fan of this match i like it a lot I also like that uh, there's at some point in this match you get a glimpse of like this gash that's under Lindemann's chin. Yeah. So, uh, I was like, ouch. 
so uh, was that a previous match that he bled yeah, from under that there? Was, that, that, that yeah, so in, his last match. Yeah. And and then you see like the gnarly, how gnarly it looks like underneath. I'm like, put a bandaid on that shit. Like, what the fuck, man? He had but one yeah. for at first that it must have fallen off because yeah, he he got that wrestling the mighty Teton. <laughs> yes, he did. Look, I thought it was awesome. And you could say, you could even say that TJP is the kind of veteran. I know he hasn't done as much super junior stuff as a lot, but a lot of other wrestlers, but he's been around the block. So I figure like he, he's also the older guy going, all right, Lindemann, let, let, I'll take you through this. It's all good. And Al Lindemann could hang, man. It was really awesome stuff. I thought this was a fucking sick match. I, in fact, I'm going to paraphrase Mr. Ian right now because uh, he said, uh, like, just I'm going to butcher what you said, Mr. Ian, but he pretty much said, like, all the matches, you know, like, Bushi versus Wato is probably, the, like, the worst match of the night, and that's still that match is still really, really damn good. Mm-hmm. So it says the quality of, like, all the all the matches that you have on tonight. So, yeah, let's get Get right into it. I'm a bit tongue-tied. I'm sorry. It's Bushi versus Wato. And Wato does something really smart. He takes care of Bushi's shirt early. And that's uh, <laughs> eliminating it. And so not but, being able to get choked by it. <laughs> Luke, Luke, we got to talk about this. Because not only did he get rid of the t-shirt, but somehow he, like, pulled Bushi's shirt off and just whips it backwards. And it lands perfectly in Rep Chumpy's hands. And, it, and, like, the crowd was like, whoa. And it was the first time Watto ever did anything cool. And you look <laughs> so happy. <laughs> I think that's really cool about this match is Bushi and Watto go fucking hard. And here's my note. I guess no one told the boys tonight that they have a marathon coming up. <laughs> because uh, I thought Bushi and Watto beat the shit out of each other. Uh, we all know that like Wato likes to go hard, even when he's having fun matches that are full of comedy spots. He's like, nah, I'm going to stiff people. It's all good. Well, Bushi, he's not going to take a stiffening. That sounds weird. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's also going to give it back, which is what happens here. So you've got an awesome back and forth. It's a pretty rough match. I mean, I mean that in a good way. But, uh, you know, Wato's not scoring in this tournament, is he? <laughs> I feel bad for him. He's getting chopped out, and he's a champion. But what I say, what I said here though is like, Watto isn't scoring, but he is impressing me. If that makes sense, he That's isn't fair. getting the points on the board. But he's had three matches now in the Super Juniors, and all three of them have been really <laughs> good to watch. And he doesn't have that nervousness about him that I feel like he's had in other juniors. Maybe yeah. having a bit of gold on him boosted his confidence a bit. But uh, That's the MX, thing he just did with the T-shirt, you know, that that's right. really boosts your confidence. He's really good at that um, phone game where you can fold clothes and stuff. He's really good at that. <laughs> There's a game you can get where you just got to, like, pack stuff into rooms and things. Like, I don't know. If people know what I'm talking about. Shut up. All right, MX and Bushi's on four and Wato's on zero. Screw you, Mr. Andy. Mr. Mr. Lexus, what do you think of uh, Bushi versus Watson? Oh, God. I was wondering when you guys were going to stop. All right, here we go. So uh, <laughs> That's our podcast. I mean, yeah, but when you ramble, oh, it's all good, though. It's all, hey, listen, you know, Andy's the master. I'm just a student. It's cool. doesn't matter. Um, but at the same I'm, time, I'm on my way. The reason why I think Watto is out here just taking L's like it's his job is because he's in the Tiger Mask spot. Yeah. 
So Tiger Mask, if he was in this in this tournament, he'd be catching a lot of hot L's. And, you know, unfortunately, <laughs> that's our man Watto. And, and you know what? Even though Bushi did put Watto away in quick fashion, like quite literally, I feel yeah. like um, uh, I feel like there wasn't much to go off in this match, to be honest with you. I feel like that's the thing. Like, if it's either Watto or if it's Bushi, they're kind of in a spot where they're like, all right, go out there and do your thing in like five minutes, you know, so we can make room for other guys. And it, unfortunately, these are two guys on the low end of the totem pole. So they had, a, they had an okay match with what they had, but I wasn't too thrilled about it, to be honest with you. What? Does what's Bushi's score, Luke? It's four. Okay, so he's still in there, you know. I think uh, I think he's gonna have a decent showing, and like he's always great in the best of super juniors. The thing that we yep. we don't have anything to talk about with this match is because they did the New Japan Juniors match. Yeah, that's just what they did, right? They didn't do anything special or anything. They just did it very, very well, you know. And um, we had talked about Wado's first uh best of super juniors facing bushi and how we're really happy that he had good chemistry with bushi because we know they're probably going to wrestle a lot in the future and i hope that finally happens because <laughs> they should just just let them feud or something i don't know you know because they i feel like that they haven't really done much against each other and it would be nice to see them do some stuff so this was a little yep. taste of that this is the quote-unquote worst match on the night and it's pretty fucking good so yeah. i feel you luke yeah yep so, yeah, I think uh, I, yes, uh, Mr. Lexus is right. I was rambling, but uh, you put it in a uh, better way than I did. It's a standard New Japan juniors match, but it's a good one. But it's, it just happens to be surrounded by absolute bangers tonight, <laughs> which is just how it goes sometimes. It just, that's how it is. So, uh, look, I love this next match too. It's El Fantasmo versus Titan. And I also like that uh, ELP makes uh, Chompy check T-Tan's mask, saying, uh, you tr- you can't trust Mexicans. <laughs> and I'm like, Christ. I'm like, dude, we, we can hear you, you asshole. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> By the way, there's a, a really funny spot in with boogers and handshakes with, with that ends with ELP just wiping his hand on Chompy's back. <laughs> Chompy ran away. Which is, and then T10 goes to approach Chumpy, and Chumpy's like, no, I don't want any more boogers on me. So I think uh, that's a really new, unique, interesting way of uh, chumping Chumpy out. He's got like a booger stain on the back of his shirt now. Uh, Chumpy, if you want to sell that for a charity or whatever, uh, I will will buy that booger shirt off you, Mr. Chumpy. Uh, (laughs) And I'll frame it. This is the the shirt where he's got boogers on (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> Look, this fucking match is awesome. It's fantastic high flyer versus heel high flyer, and you've got uh, uh, you've got ELP loosening T-Tan's mask early on, and early on, which uh, feeds into the match later, where he pretends like he accidentally pulled the mask off, <laughs> which I think is a fucking fun finish, especially since like he's really good at being like, dude, I didn't mean that. Holy shit, his mask came off. Like, what do you want me to do here? Of course oh, you should do do your ELP impersonation. Come on. You can't trust Mexicans. <laughs> oh, you meant the other bit. I didn't mean it, dude. Didn't we're, mean we're it. I, can't, I can't really do it today. But sudden death and a CR2 and ELP is on six. T10 is having an absolute fantastic uh, best of suit. I keep almost saying G1. I'm not used to the best of Super Juniors having two blocks. 
But uh, Titan's having a fantastic tournament, even though he is on zero points. And Chumpy is a big chump. What do you think of this, Mr. Andy? <laughs> I love this. This yeah. is a blast. I mean, ELP got to just do whatever he wanted in this match. That's just kind of how it felt. It was like, oh, okay, ELP is going to just fucking BLP, but like times a thousand. And that's what he got to do. And Teton, you know, got to be the, he got to chump out uh, ELP a few times, which is great because ELP is like the guy, he's the one of the most valuable type of wrestlers you can have. The guy who is a goofy heel that is a threat. You know what I mean? He yep. can get egg on his face, but he's always still a threat. And that's like, that's pretty cool, man. But like, for example, like he was selling uh, just like absolutely absurdly. Like <laughs> they did super Rana, you know, and, and Teton hits the ELP with the ELP, like fucking flies, almost bounces out of the ring. <laughs> he does bounce out of the ring at one point. And I don't know if you guys caught this, but Teton finally botched. He finally botched. It was, <laughs> he's going like trying to do the like elbow thing and the, like kind of, you remember how the Miz would slide and do an elbow and kind of sit on the ropes, right? He does yeah. that, but he just misses the ropes completely and just lands on his ass outside and is like, oh, and gets right back in and then does a bunch of cool ass shit, of course. But, uh, you know, he was really great. He did sp top rope springboard double stomp. <laughs> what? He did top rope acai moonsault. It was insane. He did some crazy fold over reverse shoulder breaker thing. This guy's got all the moves. I loved it. This match was awesome. What about you, Mr. Lexus? Uh, I thought it was pretty cool. Um, I think there was a lot of news. Uh, I think that ELP at his uh, most animated. Um, so he was just selling like a madman, which is pretty cool. Um, yeah. So that was pretty awesome. Uh, Teton. Um, Teton probably is one of my least favorite luchadors, and I don't mean that it just. Like, fuck you, Teton! <laughs> it's not fuck Teton. Teton, <laughs> I don't know, because I'm not too familiar with Teton. So that's why it's like I, he's not on, you know, the level of, I would say, like a Baldor Jr. is. That's right. Or like, you know, yeah. like a, a, a Ryu Lee or something like that, for me personally. Yeah! Teton yeah, did Teton. amazing in this match. I think that this was Teton's coming out party. For the best of the Super Juniors, um, I think this probably will be his best match. Um, other than that, I know Dakota Wolf is a very big ELP fan, so I'm pretty sure this was the match he was talking about not too long ago. Huh? Yeah. Now, uh, look, CMML sends one luchador, and no one would anticipate that they would send us T10, and I think Mr. Andy and I weren't looking forward to it. And now that we've seen at least three of his tournament matches i'm looking forward to it i don't He's i don't mind great. so much yeah He's pretty good yeah all right uh, that's El, that's uh, elp now on a perfect six and t10 on a perfect zero yeah yeah fuck you t10 Teton. t10 titan fuck him all right that's, it's is that my... who doki beat that's who doki beat in the first round wasn't no it? it's l lindeman El Lindemann, shit, we already, yeah, my bad. I've already told you, like, I'm this time I'm, I remember stuff. Yeah, yeah usually it's like, yeah. All right, well, you can you can make up for it with the main event, Mr. Andy. It is El Desperado versus oh, Wheelie okay. Utah. Book us up, what do yeah. you think? So this match is really good, right? It's really, yeah. really good. I don't like it that much, but I recognize Whoa. it. It's very, very good, okay? It's just because, I don't know, man. <laughs> 
like, listen, it's awesome. Yeah, it's an awesome match. I'm just saying that, like, I don't know. I just didn't like it as much as I should have or something like that. But um, so these guys, they have this, like, really long, evenly matched deal, the exchange that ends with Desperado attacking you to his leg, and Desperado's using the ring post to fuck you to up. You know, wants to break his leg so they can do numero dos, of course. Uh, Desperado ties Yudo up like a pretzel. And I noticed there's a little kid just like wandering around in the aisle. <laughs> and that was really funny. So for some reason, <laughs> I was watching some little kid in the aisle instead of this match. I don't know why. But uh, Yuta is the high-flying baby face in this match. And I think maybe that's kind of what screws me up about this. Because I've never, I don't, I don't really see him as a high-flying focused wrestler but that's kind of what he's trying to do in this match a lot you know and like desperado is trying to be like the ground-based heel whatever that's fine you know um they do like uh desperado goes for numero dos and he gets it you just selling really well uh, you know he's been working on desperado's arm though and he gets a fujiwara arm bar at one point that's pretty cool his cattle mutilation looks weird i don't know um, you know, uh, spine buster, guitar of death for two. Desperado uses many different ways to break uh, <laughs> Mr. Yuta's leg, which makes me happy. And uh, there's really, really awesome near falls towards the end. As I mentioned with the other matches in the past, they settle into that just like amazing main event like rhythm. And it's really good. Uh, there's a pinche loco and he goes for a second, which is always Desperado's screw up. He always hits the Pinche Loco and doesn't pin him. He goes for a second one and he loses, you know? So I was like, yeah. fuck, right? So, but Yuta goes and punches Desperado for he can punch him, which is messed up, but he gets another uh, Pinche Loco and Desperado wins. It's a great match. Just wasn't my favorite, but it is a very good match. I can understand that. Mr. Mr. Lexus, El Desperado Wheeler. Uh, yeah, so I piggyback off of Andy. It was a good match. It's just that I did not care too much for it because I stick with what I said last year about El Desperado. He can't yeah. have a main event. He just can't. Like It's like he just doesn't fit that role of having a main event match. It's something about the style that he wrestles that I'm just like not into, and it's no offense to him. It's just, you know, that is what he does, and I'm not into it. So, yeah, I piggyback. That's... And on top of that, I'm still not too familiar with Wheeler Yuta. Like, yeah. these dudes are two dudes that I'm like, who would you rather? You know, would you rather watch this match or would you watch another match? Um, not to say they didn't, you know, put in the work to do it, uh, to have a good match. They did have a good match. It's just that I didn't care too much for it. That's fair. I feel like I'm probably, I'm definitely more invested in Wheeler Yuta, I guess, because I watch, and I won't mention that company's name because it'll trigger <laughs> Mr. Alexis Montes, but I really like the stuff they're doing with that, uh, with Wheeler Yuta over there. And so to kind of send him over here has been, like, really huge for me. I've marked out. I really liked this match. I think I liked it more than you two gentlemen, but uh, that's all right. I thought it was a pretty good main event to end cap what is just a, a night of pretty fast-paced bangers, like, like I didn't wasn't disappointed by anything I saw tonight. I was just like from top to bottom. This was just a really fun show. And yeah, it's like they got a marathon coming up, and they were just like, you know what, fuck this. Also, I think El Desperado mentions it, and this is the first time I kind of noticed. I'm pretty sure other people mentioned on the Tweety or whatever, but fucking, if you go to A Block shows, they're at like these 
awesome arenas and shit. And then you go to, <laughs> and then you go to fucking B Block, and they're at fucking like oh, wow. schools and bingo halls and shit. So I'm like, what the fuck? Why is B Block getting so slighted? Uh, and I mean, I know Hiromu's in fucking A Block. That's fine. And then the champ Ishimori, but holy shit. We, <laughs> can't we book something better than a high school for B Block? Especially when they're pulling out, no offense, people in uh, Akita who got to go to their local high school and watch some awesome wrestling. No offense Dude, to you guys, but. Uh, that crowd holy was shit. awesome. Yeah, of course. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not ragging on, on the crowd. I'm just ragging on New Japan because. Uh, yeah, they're, they're trying to chomp out. They're trying to bury the B block, goddammit. Oh, it's Barry block. <laughs> yeah, it's fine, though. The best wrestling happens in those intimate situations, man. So, you know, it's like, and, and that puts a chip on them on their shoulder. So now they're just yeah. going to go out there and kill it every night, you know, show A block what the fuck's up. So how do you feel, boys? We're six nights in to the best of the Super Juniors. There's a few people on six. A part of me is kind of got this sneaky suspicion that they're going to do an El Desperado versus Hiromu final. Uh, I mean, I hope if that, and if that's the case, I hope El Desperado wins just for something different, but I feel like that's kind of where they're going at the moment, but it's still early days for all we know, they could lose all their matches. You never know with the best of super juniors, but uh, how do you guys feel about the, uh, the tournament so far? Lexus. Uh, I think it's a pretty solid, solid tournament. That marathon, though, if that's like the truth, then that's gonna hurt. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, yeah. So the next three shows of New Japan Pro Wrestling will have a grand total of oh shit, thirty matches. That's awesome. That's yeah. gonna be fun. That's I'm ready. Long ass show. <laughs> yeah, cause like I like the, I really like the tournament so far, but I, I still feel well rested. You know, I don't feel like I'm tired at all yet. So I'm ready for the, like, you know, one of the best things about these tournaments is that, that like 17th day of it, when you're fucking almost as tired as the wrestlers probably are from not being able to sleep and watch the shit. And then, and those matches are just 10 times better just because you're, you're high off no sleep. Just saying. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I would, I would agree with uh, Mr. Lexus. It's been a pretty solid best. Of, I keep almost saying, Jay, best of super juniors. Uh, Not yet, Luke. Almost. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, I like that Wheeler Yuta is in because he's in a group with Moxley and Brian Danielson. And yeah. it is my hope that that is a preview of something to happen later on in the year when, uh, you know, they have a month-long break from AEW or something like that and move it. I did mention the name. Sorry, Mr. Lexus. Uh, but, uh, yeah. Wait, what? I don't, what's, know. I don't know. I don't know. Last time I mentioned <laughs> AEW, you were you were like, Rawr! but uh, yeah, yeah, it's all right. Oh, I don't remember that, but okay. But we've done it. It's six nights of the best of the Super Juniors. I'm feeling pretty good about it, boys. Whew. But uh, let's see how we feel when we get to the next episode, eh? <laughs> yes, sir. And uh, since uh, since he's crushing it and he's the champ, I'll just. Uh, I'll leave this off with with Ishimori. We trust. Bushi, uh, booster seat baby cutter.
Why is it just me and you? Why, just say well, like, and why, why can't you make the reservation? That's I can't my question. Make the reservation, then fucking sir. do it. 